Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast. This is Perspective as a Motherfucker. I'm Aaron. And I'm Trevor. And this is our take on the world. So sit up, strap in, and let's, let's get, get it. it. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. I know we've been away for a little bit, um, and we're actually shooting this on uh, Wednesday, so June 30th. So this is going to be out uh, 1st of July. So, um, what's going on, people? Been a minute. Um, yeah, we were we were gonna do one last week, but um, it's been a while since we just kind of just kicked it and yeah. just hung out and bullshitted and talked without it either being the podcast or some other reason. It's yeah. just um. So we kind of wanted to take a break and just kind of hang out and just do something together. Just kind of bullshit, catch up, and it was good. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, you forget when you start to do things like that, especially like, you know, podcasts um, with people that, you know, you've known for a long time. And if that's the only reason why you're meeting up, then it, it kind of, you start to kind of lose the... Uh, the reason why you did it, you know, initially, whereas, you know, of course, you know, to have really good conversation, but it not to be like, okay, we're, we're only going to get together for content purposes. Yeah. So. Um, so me, me and him were talking, uh, cause I, I, I like to say it's a quote, but it's not a quote. It's just a, a thought that I had and I wanted to write it down so I wouldn't forget it. And it was, um, my brain's a little weird. I, I, I think on, I would say larger scales of things, broader scales than just, um, like most people just get caught up in the day to day, um, what's going on in their life, their own bullshit. And throughout my day, I have time where I can just kind of think about stuff. And over the past couple of years, I've been doing a lot of learning myself that I just didn't do in school. I didn't take yeah. school seriously. And, um, I don't think most people do, especially especially now, man. It's like well, it's hard to because it's it's we're we're not told how to think anymore. We're told what to think, and it's to be the best employee you can be. Well, it's it's just it's almost detrimental in a way, but it, it's. I mean, the time we're in, we have access to the entirety of human knowledge in our at our fingertips at any point. Um, I, I mean, fuck, MIT offers everything, every coursework that they offer at MIT is online for free. I mean, you're not going to get a degree, yeah, or anything but you'll like have that, the knowledge exactly, and it's it's all the literature and everything, and. Over the past couple of years, I've been kind of chipping away at that. Every time I get a chance, um, a lot of heavy shit, a lot of heavy shit. People forget that knowledge is power, and especially it sounds, it sounds. I mean, it is a cliche, but yeah, I mean, it's it true. Is. And it's the super accessibility to all this information now, where it's like. Um, it's like a, a cost analysis to where 
you have so many people measure the the person measure a person by what they have and not what they know. Exactly. Um, well, and I like to I like to look at humanity on a broad scale. I like to look at where we've been, what we've done, see how it's affected past and future generations, and it seems like. It seems like like every great leap forward, every great achievement that we've accomplished, we've essentially just thrown bodies at it until it was finished. I mean, you look at a lot of ancient civilizations, I mean, they just kept throwing bodies at things until it was done. Yeah. The pyramids, the seven wonders of the world, I mean, these things were just built by throwing human death and suffering at it and I, I feel like like for every great empire for every great like um thing that's been built unfortunately there's a lot of there's a lot of death and like you well, were saying well, suffering that's behind it that no one talks about it's well, it's just for every great accomplishment there's an an a, a, a endless mountain of bodies laying behind it. Yeah. And I've been thinking about that and it's I'm the obviously the most recent but I think the most world altering event like this was and for the first time it was done voluntarily. Wherein, I mean, they called it the greatest generation for a reason, because in World War II, essentially an entire generation willingly sacrificed themselves and the people around them to defeat the greatest evil that we've ever seen. Yeah. And after the fact has led to where we are now. And I feel like, I mean, there hasn't ever been a time greater than now, but if you take it in a, in a perspective, like going to war at then it's, you didn't just, you didn't go do your tour and you came home. You, when you went to war, you, you went to war till the war was over. Yeah. You're talking years before yeah. you come home. I mean, if e you come home, even if we want to, well, even if we want to think about you saying voluntarily, because a lot of it in all these several, um, you know, civilizations to where they took the first, they took, the, they, they took all the men, uh, anybody that was about to be of age, they took them to sometimes by force. It's either you're going to give me your son or we're going to kill your entire family. Well, well, and we're still going to go and take them. Well, it's basically yeah. It's it's anyone capable of holding a weapon was yeah. was put into service, and it was. I mean, we have obviously we had issues with the draft and everything, and I mean even even guys today when you turn eighteen you have to register for the yeah selective service yeah the selective services yeah and majority of. The soldiers in World War Two, at least on from our country, a lot of it was volunteers. Yeah. A lot of these people 
it was, <clears throat> I mean, obviously initially it was, I mean, it's Europe's problem. Why, why do we need to get involved yeah. until we were involved? Yeah. And then, and it, I mean, it wasn't just the men, it was the women, the yeah. children. I mean, women went to work, kids went to work, manufacturing, I mean. Manufacturing didn't stop. No, it actually, in some cases, was even better. Yeah. Because there was there was a motivation. I mean, there were it was everybody was sacrificing. Every, we were sacrificing food. Yeah. I mean. Uh, yeah, I mean everything uh, across the board. Yeah, I mean you materials. Yeah, I mean you hear all of that. Um. Uh, when they ran out of uh, they ran out of the beef. They ran out of the. It's like, you know, a couple of these horses, fortunately, came on missing. <laughs> it was, well, and it, it's, it's, I mean, you do what you got to do. It gave me the realization of all these great accomplishments have been done with the most, with the worst possible and most horrible means available and then you turn around and well, of course and and they were mostly unwilling and to see what could be done with those circumstances and then the inverse of these people willingly making the sacrifice themselves as opposed to being made to do it and how much better it turned out granted we lost millions yeah we lost millions because one psychopath and which you know in, realistically in the past the more recent past it was kind of like a side he's, he should be like a footnote because I mean, people love to bring up Hitler but like Stalin Hitler killed six million Jews yeah Stalin killed like 50 million people in Russia. And his name doesn't... It doesn't even... It's well, like, we, we come to realize now is... As bad as history is... The victors write the history books. But also... You, you realize uh, biasy. You realize agendas are... You know... Have been have been here for a very long time with all these period pieces where you see like this is the next game of thrones and things like that and you and you when you think of um those type of things you think of just one period and I'm like no this sh this a lot of these different things are these are stories as old as time just changing out just changing out people changing out race changing out where they come from to where power corrupts and people do anything to to get it but then also people have certain agendas that they're going to push like when, when we even look about history when even when we were in school of course you know like hitler was like the big bad he was like devil incarnate and you don't think about you don't think about Stalin. You think about Stalin was like a... He was a side character. The same way Mao was. And... Mao was even worse. He killed like 80 million people. Yeah, but 
it's just one of those things where it's like. It's because he was the initial big bad that. I could. I believe it was, it was just marketing. And. I can, I, I, I have to agree with you there. I can, I can market this guy that he wasn't, he didn't look strong. He just looked kind of goofy, and you're like, "How are we allowing this?" He was a hell of an orator. Yeah, he could speak. He could energize people. I don't think he would have accomplished as much as he did. I, I hate to call it an accomplishment because of how horrible a lot of the things were. But like, I don't think he could have got done as many things as he got done if he didn't. Like, he had full control of the media. I mean, the media spun whatever narrative. I mean, it's even. Even you have people, like, today, it's like, you've had charismatic, you've had charismatic authoritarians and dictators or whatever the case may be, but the the mo- the most successful ones, like, were just, they could talk, they could make you feel a certain way, even if you didn't like him and wanted to it's just something about it to where I might not agree with everything you say, but it's it's a, almost like a spell, which people charisma is people still don't understand it to this day. It's a dangerous thing. I mean, take the character Negan in Walking Dead. <laughs> There's no reason that you should ever like that character, but for some reason, as it progresses, you just can't not like him. Yeah, even like when you get the first introduction to where this is one person, and um, Walking Dead is way far, whatever. If you haven't been watching it, I was gonna tell you, I haven't been watching it either. But to have a person put a whole bunch of people on their knees and have them wait there until he gets back. Any one of them could have killed them. To have that much power, to fear a person that if I don't do everything he says, I better hope to God I can kill him. Oh. It's crazy. I was watching a podcast that had, um, I'm so mad at myself. I should really be able to remember her name. Um, uh, her first name is Yaomi. She is a North Korean defector. I think I uh, I think she was on the Joe Rogan podcast, wasn't it? She's been on a couple things, but she, uh, like hearing her story and just the experiences in North Korea, like the people in North Korea have no idea even what the internet is. They are taught from an early age, like you in North Korea, you don't own anything. You're not allowed to own anything. Like simple example, you live on a farm. Yeah. You don't own the farm. You don't own the house. Your entire existence is to provide food for the collective. Now, say you have cows on, yeah. on the farm. Those are considered tools okay. and essentially farm equipment. Okay. If that cow dies, 
you don't get to eat that cow. You have to call someone from the government. They come, they take the cow, and then they divvy it up between whoever is supposed to get it. Okay. If you eat that cow, execute. She was telling a story about a a, a boy who had um, tuberculosis, um, which apparently is a, a rampant through there, because the the healthcare is for the party officials only. The higher ups, they get the best of everything, but mm-hmm. um, like I'm talking, that you don't get X-rays, you don't get CT scans. If you have an issue internally, they come in. Doctor feels your belly. You might you need an injection. You share a needle with everybody on the floor, probably. Jesus. Um, listening to her and. She talks about a revelation she had where she came out uh, because first she left North Korea. She um, she was smuggled out by a woman, essentially sold uh, sex trafficking. Yeah, that was the main thing. If, you, if um, the people that get people out, they sell them to sex trafficking in China. Um, at which point she ended up with a guy who. Um, in return for him or her being his mistress, um, he would get her father out and the rest of her family, whatever. Um, Did he do this it? is after, yeah. Um, uh-huh. But this is after she had to cross the Gobi Desert by herself, which is like a single digit percentage of even surviving that trek because it's like negative. Um, like negative 40 degrees or something at night. Jesus. Um, and then it's probably hotter than fucking hell during the day. That's how a lot of these deserts are in the world. Well, um, she ends up going to China and then, um, well, she goes to Mongolia and then to China and then she eventually ends up in South Korea where they have to basically deprogram her from everything she's learned. Okay. Um, they're <laughs> they don't refer to Americans as Americans it's um, American Bastards it's okay. like one, one word American Bastards okay um, apparently we're cold-blooded um, South Korea is col- a colony of the United States um, uh, essentially we own them whatever uh, whatever the propaganda story they come up with um, she essentially had to be deprogrammed and then once they were confident that she could be released back into society they started showing her things okay cell phones the internet and what she th- had no idea what a trash can was so she said wait what is that what is that for it's like we throw things away it's like, you have things that you can just throw you throw things away. You have enough to where you can just get rid of things. She tells stories about walking, like, because they asked her, um, did anybody notice that she was gone? Did they retaliate against her family because she left? And she's like, well, no, because d- disappearing is just kind of a part of life there. Like, 
your father might go to work one day and just never come home because he died on the way to work from malnutrition. Like she would just be walking down the streets and it's a, it's a normal thing to just see a dead body on the, on the ground. Damn. So, and they don't, they don't like pick you up and bury you. They don't cremate you. They just kind of toss you to the side of the road and leave you there and then just go about their business. And it got to a point for her where she, it was too much. The freedom of it was too much. And she said if North Korea had had said that they would give her enough food to live, she would have went back. Even now? Even now. I, I don't know so much now, but she... Well, I, I feel... Um, this might be... That, it might be a different woman. If she had been programmed to do what she was told, think what she's told her whole life... I, I, I mean, it's easier. Yeah. I mean, we're uh, sad to say we're getting to that point in this country yeah. where we'll, we'll people, fight people for fucking bass. So well, I don't think that's going to be that's not going to happen anytime soon. Not not voluntarily. Not wholesale, but there are a lot of people in this country that would rather be told what to think. What are just taken care of if if their their food their All shelter they're taken care of and they don't have to. They don't have to worry about a thing. Um, and it was just, it was like she was, she was commenting on some of the things that are going on in this country with, uh, with just the identity politics. And she's like, it's, it's like you guys are, are, uh, copying and leaning towards uh, North Korea and, and the way they run things and it's um, she sees like the rising the rise in communism and socialism in this country and she's like what are you doing why do, do you do you people even understand what this means and what this will do to you and <clears throat> Not that I agree with any of the people that say democratic socialism or any type of socialism or any type of communism to where they believe, well, I'm an American and I have rights and the government should take care of me. We should have health care. We should have all these things because other people have them. To where if you have all this money in abundance, isn't it your obligation as American because you've made all this through American capitalism and blah, blah, blah. And I see a lot of entitlement and I see a lot of, well, we shit in the clean water. You're weak. We shit in the clean water when most people, on the, not most, but some people on this planet can't even get enough clean water to drink during the day. Yeah. And we go pinch loaves off in it and just flush it down the drain. Yeah. Entitlement's not the word. I don't know. I don't... I think it's delusion. I don't think... In, well... I can't say it's delusion. That's... That's... It's almost a combination because... You can't have your... You can't are, have it both ways. We're so deluded in our entitlement that we it's, don't... We don't realize just how good we have it. And it... Well, it's it's not that we don't... 
have it. It's almost like the, well, I have it great. Everyone should have it great. It shit don't work like that. Well, it's... What? It's... I see this, like, on my social media, especially on my TikTok, this whole eat the rich, um, you know, people complaining that kit that people that were poor decided I don't want my kid to grow up like me and are putting things in place for their kids not to grow up like them to be 15 16 17 years old and then they have an 800 credit score and they have a property in your name and you're worried about this is why I can't find property no you know why you can't find property because these million billion dollar hedge funds are buying up 90% of the property in America, not Joe Schmo that has fucking three properties that are might worth together maybe a half a million. Maybe. Well, that's, it's what bullshit. Kills, that's what kills me about this $15 an hour minimum wage. And I mean, we've talked about this before yeah. with talking about, well, McDonald's makes millions and billions of dollars. Well, <laughs> McDonald's Corporation. Yeah. The, the real estate company that leases out properties and and allows you to open these franchises, they make billions of dollars a day. Yeah, like, but you're not... The you're, franchise owner? You're not making... Not off of one, not owning one one McDonald's. That thing must... It must... For that to even be possible off of one, it'd be doing drug dealer numbers. Well, <laughs> the, average, the average McDonald's franchise owner could, probably makes... At after at the end of the year, after expenses and taxes, well, after overhead, payroll, taxes, you might clear a hundred grand a year in profit. And I mean, we both worked at a McDonald's, and not even on a like a managerial level to make a hundred thousand dollars. I could find so much other shit to make a hundred thousand dollars a lot fucking hell of a lot easier. Yeah, and it's a lot and less a lot, headache. Yes. I mean, it, the average McDonald's employs 15, 20 people. Yeah. Um, maybe 10 people working at a time between shifts. Yeah. You might have a total of 30 people that, between, you, that you transfer yeah, between part-time, yeah. full-time managers. Yeah. It's one thing if I have it. If I don't have it. Like I didn't, well, I didn't build, I didn't spend a, a fucking one point two million to come away every year and bust my ass for a hundred fucking thousand dollars. That's what the fuck I told you that Mm-mm. you got me fucked up. I'm sorry. Well, see, most, it's crazy. Most people that open these franchises, that is not the only thing that they're doing because no. it's not. They can't. No, that's like. After you already had a other business that starts cranking to where, okay, let me go and allocate this. You might have to work in it just to go and, you know, like a lot of these franchises, you have to actually have to work in it for a certain amount of time. But, you know, unless you, unless you, uh, you know, pay a, a certain fee or whatever else or someone that's close to you to be able to do that. But, like, and it's. I understand with this whole, like, you know, the little 18, 19, 17, 20-year-olds, 21 years. You're delusional, but I understand because you don't know anything. But people that are age, what are you talking about? What is wrong? Like, they've been having this shit 
pumped into their head since they were 17, 18, 19, 20 year olds. I mean, the people that are out in the, in the workforce and the world spouting this bullshit are the ones that were five years ago sitting in college classrooms getting all this shit pumped into their head. You're entitled. You're at an Ivy League college and you're fucking oppressed? Get the fuck out of here. You spent $50,000 a year on tuition and you're oppressed? Give me a fucking break. You're at a we, university in the United States and you're oppressed? You get the fuck over yourself. I'm sorry. There's no fucking way. And if you if you go well, you spend I will push back on you on because again, we've had this conversation and honestly, I when people told me they had anxiety and like that went one that it went into one ear and out the other and I looked at them like, "What?" And I get it to a certain degree. Again, you got motherfuckers making millions of dollars and are fucking miserable. But I, see, I don't, I don't understand that. If I have, I'm, like, I'm making millions. I'm having the time of my life. I'm sorry. Money buys happiness. School's out, people. Money <laughs> buys happiness. What? Are you kidding me? I'm you, actually surprised. You, I thought you'd be the one that. It's like no, that shit don't buy happiness. You been on a jet ski? No, I haven't been on a jet ski. Try riding a jet ski and not <laughs> smiling. <laughs> Money can buy happiness. Money can't buy love. Money cannot buy the important connections that make life worth living. But money can make you happy. It might not make you happy your whole life. But you can go to Vegas and blow 20, 30 grand and you will be happy the whole fucking time. Yeah, but that's temporary. But then man. You, like, come, I didn't like, say it was permanent. I just said money can buy happiness. I, I mean, I didn't say, I didn't say, <laughs> long lifelong happiness. So you, so you don't understand something. Let's gonna say, you grow up, grow up out. We were very very humble beginnings. Poor entire life decided never wanted to go and be like that. Make millions of dollars. Has a family. And they thought, once I get this, I'll be happy. Got it. Not happy. Once I get this, I'll be happy. Why aren't they happy? Is it because they're devoting every single waking hour to making that money and to where they can't spend any time with their family? Are they spending every waking hour making that money and then they can't? even make the time to spend it and enjoy it i mean there's all different kinds of reasons why they can't be happy with that kind of money yeah that's your fault (laughs) your ass can't take a step back and find people competent and reliable to do that job for you so you can sit there and manage that's true you have a lot of workaholics out there i i could include myself where I'm finally starting to get to the point where I don't need to be involved in everything. As long as I as long as I have competent people in place. Delegation is key. It's hard. it's way harder saying than done though. That yes. I will say. I mean not if you're fine like you don't need to find a, a person that can do your job for you. Yeah. You need to find someone that you can teach to do that job yeah. for you. I mean, it was the same thing you were saying with your with your boss of reason why his company is is great and he's has teleproperties and all these different things, but if he wasn't so involved, his company would probably be bigger. Yeah, 
He does. Well, it's. I don't. It's. Um. Now this is the guy that ran uh, awesome. company I used to work for, and uh, I won't go into too many details, but it's. It's one of the oldest construction companies in the city. Probably at least a dozen other companies have branched have branched out from this company. Oh shit! Um, that has more to do with him not paying people and them realizing that they're worth more than what he's willing to pay them. So they leave and either go somewhere else or they start their own thing. Which that I've never understood, just on a business standpoint, where it's. Most people don't want to be, like, people say they want to be the man, but most people don't want to be the man. Mm-hmm. You have a lot of people that where it's like, some of them become the man just out of spite. And like, if you would have just paid me, if you would have just showed me what you need to do, I'd have been a hell of a number two. Now I'm your competition. Well, yeah, uh, and it, it happens in every type of industry. Some people are perfectly happy helping another person realize their dream. Yeah, it's mostly it's as not- long as they're appreciated and well taken care of. They have no problem sacrificing their own ambition to ensure that someone else's ambition is realized. You got so many people that make it a quiet hundred, two hundred, three hundred, half a million a year, and you have no idea what their names are. All these different industries. Oh, yeah. And it's something that so many people, like, today, just in general, they just want... I was, uh... I was, uh... Listening to a podcast where... Um... Somebody was saying they used to work in, like, media for, like... You know, in L.A. for a while. And... They said that... Fame and being... Like, fame and money are not the same thing. It's very difficult to be famous and to be rich. Like, uh, this lady, she was telling me, I was like, I'm working with like multimillionaires that they want to become famous. And it's just, they're throwing money at it like a motherfucker, but it's like, it's not going anywhere. And you have people that are famous out the ass, they ain't got a pot to piss in. Yeah. Wesley Snipes. No. That's fucked up. Pay your taxes, people. Uh, Uh And then you, and once... And it's very hard to have that fame and riches. But once you got that, that's the fucking, the, that's the double whammy right there. But, um, I think being rich is overrated. Wealth is what you want. Yeah. I'm not so much concerned about my own wealth as much as what I'm going to leave behind at this point. It's what can I accumulate to make sure that my family and And people that follow me have the highest stepping point they can on that ladder. Okay. So, let me give you an example. So, let's go say in the next, over the next 10, 15 years, you start to amass, like I'm talking about, not riches, but like wealth. I'm talking about in the multi-millions, whatever the case may be. There's going to be that that shift because then it's um, it's kind of like the same thing, kind of like in Cobra Kai. 
where you have, you know, Daniel now, he got all the money in the world, the nice, nice life coming from being, you know, you know, having a single mom, being poor in Reseda, mm-hmm. and being now, I'm living in the valley. Yeah. And now it's that I'm everything I used to talk shit on. Yeah. <laughs> and now it's like you want your kids to have a leg up, but you want them to value it. And that's very difficult, especially when you have it to where they're going to have more more than likely running in those circles. They're not they're going to have a lot of friends that they come from money money and it's going to be that well, see, that's that's kind of one of the reasons I wanted to move out here. Is I wanted, I'm going to have the, my kids are going to have the means to do whatever they want okay. in life, but they're also going to have a simple beginning. Okay. I mean, at this point, no matter what wealth I amass, I'm not going to be going out and buying new cars. I'm not going to be going out buying. Anything of real extravagance, okay. I'll probably pay off my my debt. I'll probably, I mean, I might go buy a pair of jet skis. Yeah. Simple stuff to enjoy my life as it is. Okay. I mean, I'm going to, like we were talking about, I'm trying to build a garden out yeah. in the back. Yeah. My kids are going to be raised comfortably, but with simplicity. And then when they reach the age where they can start reaching out and and trying to achieve their goals, that's where the money's going to come in. Yeah. They're going to learn the value of not just hard work, but they're going to understand where their food comes from. They're going to be out there with me planting vegetables, picking them. They're going to realize the significance of planting a seed Watching it grow, going out there, pulling it off the vine, bringing it inside, preparing it, and eating it. You gonna put them in private school? I don't know. I don't. I have. I have zero faith in public school. Yeah. Um. I mean, it's just the the. It's like the bottom of the barrel, and I'm not, not, not for like the students, but it's one of those things where you, even if, even if the teachers and the whole staff when it, they don't have the funds to be able to do, do that, and it's unfortunately it's, it's up to the gov, it's up to the government to get most most of their funding to be like okay, well, we need to find out, figure out, uh, you know. A system where we can help these kids, but it doesn't have to be indoctrination. And it's just like... I I just... I want my kids to be taught how to think, not what to think. Okay. I want them to be taught how to... And I mean, it's going to be me and her. We have to take... Because I think another major issue... And we can't lay it all on the, the education you system can't. because... you got to lay it, unfortunately, lay it, on, on the parents. Yeah, because they, they basically send them to school and it's like, raise my kid. I have to work. And it's not and it's not all their fault because that's the system that we've built. It's like, you get to a certain age, you buy a house, you have kids, 
You spend your days working, and then the school raises the kids for you. You do the best you can. It, it's, always, it's one of those things where it's always been that way, and it's like, well, I turned out great, and I, I turned out great, and I turned out great. And it's one of those things where, you know, it doesn't matter if you had the, the couple that fell through the cracks or whatever else. I well, it's like they do, yeah, 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 like, unfortunately, like, yeah, they just weren't. It just wasn't right for them, but I, it's right for you. I hate that saying, I turned out great, because at no point in your life are you ever finished. Mm. At no point are you ever done learning. And it's, because I, it took me a while to, to wrap my head around it and really instill that principle in, in myself that I don't know everything, and I never will. Yeah. Every single person that I meet can teach me something. And it, it, I mean, it's helped me a lot in my career because no matter what job I go try to do, I don't come in there like, uh, it's cool, I got this, I know what I'm doing, exactly. I can do it, don't worry about it. I come in and I let people show me not just what needs to be done, but how they think I should do it, I guess. Okay. Not so much as I let them tell me what to do, but I take, I take their advice and I apply it, and it's helped me with, um, not so much as a, a acceptance, but it's like understanding. I'll, I'll give you an example. Um, when I was working at uh, Otto's Landscaping, yeah, me and or Nick started a little bit before I did. Okay. Um, I know we're talking. I know he worked at Autos. Yeah. Uh, he ended up getting fired because he got into a fight with another employee in front of a customer. Um, that's neither here nor there. But, yeah. Um, my first day, the two guys I was working with, they, at one point, the one dude turned around. He's like, dude, I got to be honest. I can't believe you're friends with him because y'all are nothing alike. Like, I'll work with you every day of the week. They, like... The, the thing about it was he came in there and he was like, oh, I know what I'm, I'm the greatest. I know everything. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, yeah. This, this is Camp Chefs. Camp Chefs. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh. But it's, it's, it's that mentality of, I, I know I don't know everything. And I know you probably know more, not, not necessarily more about what we're doing, but you know the processes that you guys like to do. Yeah. So I'll take a step back and I'll let y'all show me how you want it done. And then I'll do that. Yeah. And it's just, it's definitely a good way to go through life, understanding that you don't know everything and that any single person you can come, that you come into contact in your life can teach you something new. Yeah. Um, even if, even if it's, I mean, it could be even something that you think you know just about everything about. Yeah. Which, I'm, I'm sorry to say, is just impossible. Yeah. And people, I I feel like now, they're starting to realize that age does not represent wisdom. No, it does not. Golly. Um, and it, I'll tell you what, I don't know if you've noticed this, but when, when we reached about 24, 25, like mid-20s. Yeah. Late 20s. Yeah. 
it's not so much I look at people as, oh, like they're older or whatever. It's every single person I meet now, no matter they're 30 or 70, 80, we're all kind of just the same. It's like you you get to that point where you don't know everything, but you know you know enough to be a a uh, a functioning adult in society. Well, and it's I understand like our brains finish developing yeah. right around that time, and we yeah. kind of become who we are at that point. Yeah. So it's like every person you meet after like thirty and on, it's like. Well, these are who these people are. It's not like... Yeah. There's no more growing. I mean, there is growing, but it's not... I mean, and a lot of the stuff is like... As people get older, unless it's like in their face, unless they want to change, they're not going to change. Well, it's like coming up, you'd be like, oh, those are the big kids. Yeah. Or like, they're the older kids. Yeah. And at this point, it's like, I mean, you might be 30 years older than me, but I'm still going to treat you the same way I treat... Somebody my own age. Yeah. Because I, at that point, we're pretty much the same. You've just been here longer. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's to the point now where it's... I listen... I listen a little bit more as far as to... The, the first thing I, I want to hear is like, do you actually know what you're talking about or are you full of shit? And it's... I, I That's... that's that's something that I've been trying to focus on more. There's nothing worse than someone that's, you're 40 plus and I'm just like. You have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. You, and I'm just like, this is your life? This is, and you just like. It's like, how, how much longer do you think you're going to skate through life like that? And it's. And some people say, as long. As long as God will it. Fake it till you make it, but you end up faking it the whole time and never make it. Yeah. It's... I do my best to... Like, I don't... I don't like talking about things that I don't know anything about. Yeah. I don't like talking about... See, if I don't know enough about something, I usually won't talk about it because I don't want to seem like I don't know what I'm talking about. Like, I will sit there and listen to you talk about it all day long so that I learn about it, but yeah. I'm I'm trying to get better at, like, gauging people and just, and understanding them on a fundamental level. Yeah. Um, well, I feel like that's, you can only do that when you start to, like, people don't develop themselves. Like, even, even I noticed that that was probably one of the things of like I'm doing okay for myself as far as like managing my life but as far as my development as self is to where it's like it's it's a bit stunted and I I can kind of realize that to where it's like I can't I you know I know enough to kind of um I don't want to take it too serious. Like you, you I, 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 I watched that movie Electra before, mm-hmm. and you know how she had that. She uh, after she died, she came back and she was training, and because she left abruptly, she only sees like a couple minutes in time, or whatever, just to keep her alive. That's me. I'm 
kind of I can adjust, and it's like, all right, you can't you can't be flying by the seat of your pants anymore, especially it's like you, especially if you want this to be in all the things that you're trying to do as far as business wise and be a little bit more. You got to be a little bit more concise. You got to be a little bit more plain. You can't just like, you know, no one's going to, no one's going to, no one's going to wake you up. No one's going to do this for you. You're going to, there's no, no person that's going to say Aaron move or in anything in life, you have to move. Well, it's, I, I think, I, <laughs> I mean, you could realistically simplify adult life down to, and it's an endless amount of things to do. That you just don't want to do. That and you don't want to do, and no one else is going to do them for you. No. Some people might do things for you for a while, but they'll get fed up with that shit and move on. Yeah. Yeah, they'll... It's like, you just, there's... Stuff you gotta do, and you just gotta fucking do it. Yeah, I mean, when you're when you're a kid, and you're like, I want to be a grown up, and everything like that, you didn't realize, shit. If most kids, if if most, the average kid doesn't know what it takes to be an adult and things like that. It's like, oh, it's fucking paying bills and fucking doing a whole bunch of shit you don't want to do, and being nice to people you definitely don't want to fucking be nice to. <laughs> but it's just something you're just you know. It's life. I didn't. I did not realize how many people I would have to be nice to that I just don't even want to like be in the same room with. I I did not realize. It's it's one of those things where, um, and calling people out on their shit is like the most frowned upon fucking thing. When you just look at him like, you guys see what this person's doing, and you guys don't like him either. But we're just not going to talk about it. We're just going to be like, well, he, well, I'm, I've known him for I don't know how many long or, oh, he's my, you know, he's my son or my, you know, my, my father-in-law. Like, I can't just, I just can't cut him off. It's like, says who? Yeah, he's got tenure. Yeah. It's like. <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, I don't, like, I can honestly say I don't, I don't hate many people. I might no, not I like you, but like I don't. I don't really hate anyone. That's I just too much energy to invest in somebody yeah. that I don't like. I know people that just like hate people. Don't even know them. Like for what? And like, do you why? Know why you feel this way? Like some people like some, or like people have hated people for because it's like oh you you slighted me in some way. But you couldn't just come up to me and say, "Hey, I have this problem with you. Let's try to figure this out." And now you're 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 hating this person for twenty years. Yeah, some small little issue that you could have just confronted them about and solved that issue, but instead you just let that shit fester and snowball into just a resentment that you can't even explain anymore. As much as as much as people in general are uh like do conflict, a lot of people will avoid conflict at all costs. All costs. They avoid confrontation. I'm too old for that shit. I'm just like I'm too, like, like, like when I've seen like you know people deal with certain family members and things like that. One. I'm too old to be lying to anybody about anything. 
And then I'm too old to be unless just... Unless it's the government. Unless it's and the government. Why? Why? Why for longer? Unless it's, unless it's the government. And, like, <laughs> like you have you have people that, like, are age, even younger, that just don't... Family is just, like, horrible. Like, certain cultures, it's just, like... Which, I... You know, the way I the way I grew up is, you know, don't get me wrong, I have people that I don't I don't talk to just because I, I know what they're about. Mm-hmm. But like ones to where it's like control their life. I've never understood that. And it's like some of these like some of these other, you know, as far as uh certain like cultures is like as long as I'm not disrespecting anybody, I'm gonna do whatever the fuck I wanna especially like I'm not a child. Like I'm not a child anymore. Like I'm not a teenager. I'm 21, 25, 30, and you gotta, like, That's get the permission you, of, like, your parents type of shit. I don't understand. No. I don't understand that. It's the weirdest thing to me, but I can't, I, I, I can't say that with your, the you know, with certain people's cultures. I can understand in certain circumstances um, wanting or um, <sighs> wanting like your parents blessing on things like you want them to be okay with what you want to do but at the end of the day that it's not their life there's so there's so many kids i know it's like well when i graduate college for something i don't even want to do i can do my own thing no i'm like what and it's just and it's a lot of the the immigrant you know the immigrant cultures families things like that and it's like, um, whether it's going to school, college or arranged marriages or whatever else, and I'm just like... It's just old school thinking. Yeah, I mean, at this stage of my life, it's like, I'm going to take I'm gonna take what you said under advisement, but it's not going to be this. And well, to be honest, I mean, in history, that's, that's what it took to succeed in life. I mean, you look at a lot of immigrant parents that push their kids like, you look at like uh, Chinese, uh, Indian parents, uh, Middle Eastern. Yeah, well, Middle Eastern, Asian parents. Yes, Nigerians. They like, want. They yeah. want. They push their kids to be doctors, to yeah. be lawyers, because that is one of the most expedient ways to move up financially in the world. Yeah, is you go from second generation immigrant. To your parents came over here with what money they had in their pockets, and then you become a doctor, and essentially your family has progressed up. Yeah, in stature. Yeah, not necessarily, um, because then even a lot of these parents are like you're still, and it's something I respect from the the people that are doing it, but it's something I don't necessarily respect respect from the parents because. That's a lot of pressure to be putting on a kid. And then, like, most of them aren't, like, abundance with money. So, most of it's student loans, where people don't realize, like, doctors, lawyers, different things like that. Those things, like, the first five years, like, it's it's not just becoming your doctor and you're making money. It don't work like that. People still think about this to this day. You're a doctor. Yeah, and I have... $200,000 $200,000 in student loan debt yep. for the next 20 years. Yep. Like, 
I mean, I guess it depends on uh, what you're doing. I mean, you become a, um, yeah. you're like a podiatrist or whatever. You're yeah. probably not going to be making the money you would be if you were a... I mean, I mean, it depends, like, what specialty is. Because, like, once you get into... I mean, you got to... Usually, they're with a hospital. You do some type of specialty, especially surgeries, different things like that. You make a lot of money. And then once you get into private practice, that's where you make a lot of the money. But it's from what I from the doctors that I've spoken to. You're in school you, for like ten plus years. Like I, well, I wanted to become a doctor. Well, it's not just that when you when it's you, just when you come out of school when you go into a practice, you're still working for somebody else. Yeah. Uh, and with the people that I've spoken to, apparently the especially in private practice, the the ideal setup is have your own practice and have other doctors working for you. Yeah. Where you're not necessarily practicing anymore. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's I mean that's the same thing with like a lot of these law firms, like where, uh, like Morgan and Morgan and things like that. To yeah, where so take your ass to court. I ain't doing it. I pay you. I've signed your check. Yeah, you go fight that case for me. I ain't doing that shit no more. Yeah, I mean, especially you got people using the Morgan and Morgan name across the country. Yeah, which is John Morgan, Morgan and Morgan. Yeah, or the uh... fair, fair. They got money. They got money in this city. God damn! I went to one of their uh, the parties I was uh, doing. Beautiful ass women. God damn! <laughs> but um, yeah, man. I just I don't know. I. After everything I've experienced, and I mean, I got pushed into trade school. Mm-hmm. My mom was like, "No, you're running a trade. I don't give a shit what you do with your life." But like, she I can't say that because she, she's. It was basically, I don't care what you do, but you're gonna have a trade to fall back on. Yeah, I mean, because you could have you could have pivoted after you got out of high school and like shit. Trevor and I was born. Envy. No. <laughs> Trevor Osborne. Esquire. <laughs> no, because I, I want... Dude, I need to go to vet school. And... I didn't... Like, I came to a realization that... Like, I love animals. And I would love to be saving their lives on a daily basis. But I would literally be seeing them at their... Absolute worst, and then all the time. It's it's basically because you have animals be equivalent of like a doctor, and then let's gonna say you're you're in fucking you're in, you're in trauma, and then you come home and whatever else you're gonna be fucking exhausted. You're gonna be physically, mentally drained, all that shit. So we now understand. I mean. Once upon a time, I, you know, that was something I said when I was like five or six. I want to be a doctor, save lives and everything like that. And then when I realized how much schooling it was, and I'm like, I got through the first year of community college. And I'm like, yeah, again, I had a lot of shit going on, but I, I could have went back. And I just, I just knew right there school wasn't for me. I, paper, shit like that. I was, I was a terrible, I was a, I was a terrible student. 
It's just like. But it's it's also I came to realization that I will not learn anything if I'm not interested in it. I spent I read Neil deGrasse Tyson's Astrophysics for People in a Hurry. Thin little book okay. breaks down the basics of astrophysics in majority layman's terms. Quick, easy read. I have it if you want to borrow it. Okay. It's very interesting. He basically goes down to basically goes from the Big Bang up to just about everything we know. And I don't know if you've ever listened to or read Cosmos by Carl Sagan, no. which goes into excruciating detail about what our, our galaxy and our universe is and how it works. I, I, I got the audiobook. It's eight to nine hours. Wow. I listened to it twice driving to Jersey. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you told me. Pop two Adderall, listen to it Because, <laughs> bro, stopping and sleeping on that drive, it's just... Um, I could do, like, honestly, I could do eight. I could do, like, a full eight, but after that, I'm like, I either got to get up or something like that. It's, like, it's different. It's different when you're just staying up. But it's like, it's just nothing but fucking road. And you can't... It's not like There's you can teleport. to do but continue driving. It's not like you can fucking <laughs> teleport. It's not you, you can... wish you could. But it's like... It's, it's like, like... I can't do anything but continue driving. And even if I wanted to turn around and go back, I still have to just keep driving. Exactly. And it's like, once you, once you get past that certain part, it's like, all right. I feel like that's what happened with, like, the colonization of this country. Is people just got to a certain point, and they're like, I fucking give up. I'm done. I'm staying <laughs> here, and my family will just continue to live here. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> you, you've got people nowadays that still, like... Uh, I want to go back to Jersey before the end of the summer, because I'd like to go to, like, AC and the boardwalk and shit like that. Dude, um, AC is not what you remember. I think, well, the last time I went was when we went for uh, Mikey's. Well, when we his bachelor party. Yeah, that was the last time. That was the last time I was down there. Um, um I have no idea what that shit looks like it, at all. I can't speak from first person experience but from everything I've been told it's got it's significantly worse um homeless is out of control the drugs are out of control I mean the, the the riots did not help in any way shape or form I mean that city has been just failing for decades and I don't understand as far as like um it's, I mean it's the gambling it's, it, but it's, Vegas is like, like this is supposed to be the East Coast Vegas. Yeah, I I mean yeah, but I still wouldn't walk down a back alley in Vegas alone. Just like sense. I wouldn't walk down a back alley alone in fucking Atlantic City. Yeah, I'll walk true. up and down. I, I mean, I might not even walk up and down the boardwalk alone in Atlantic City. Yeah, I mean, I remember like shit, fucking out at like. 15, 16, and really, you could be 
which was the weirdest thing because like you probably still have that now, probably not as like it was, but you had you had kids that were like fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, maybe eighteen, and I'm like all in this co-mingled space that you know out till two, three o'clock in the morning type of shit. I'm like. I mean, you hear about little things like any, like any kids could get sent in the summer. Like, oh yeah. Which I mean, it's 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 something that I didn't never really thought about. It's just like all those fucking stories you hear, and I'm like, it's not even with all this technology that we have and cameras and things like that. You still got you still got people going missing. Oh, um, my kids are getting GPS. Really. I'm not going to put a chip under their skin, but okay. like, but the GPS is going to be on all whatever devices they have. I don't like. I don't know if I'm going to be going cell phones too early. They might get, be getting Nokia's. I mean, I, I mean, honestly, it might be the little wrist, little wrist where it has. I've seen it, but I don't. I'm not sure if it's real or actually in production. But it's going to probably have the. But at the time, like in twenty years, it's probably going to be the wrist with like the basically like you can see the whole screen type of shit by that time. Well, fuck, I mean, ten years we might everybody might be jacked into Neuralink, and I mean, because I mean, and I can't I can't see us having like what like what else are you going to do with the iPhone? What else are you going to do with this shit that I can't already do unless like. I'll be honest, I feel like Apple products have just kind of stalled out. And I think it's intentional. Um, really? What's the, what's the guy that took over for Steve Jobs? Tim Cook? Tim Cook. Yeah, but I don't I mean, think he, he was a visionary. I just think he's just... I think he's just kind of like... I, and, and it shows because I feel like Steve Jobs, for whatever he was, like him or not, the dude would be rolling over in his grave right now because, I mean, the innovation's done. It's There's not the, happening anymore. It's basically... They're, they're taking things, they're reselling it to people, like, we're going to take your air... We're going to take your... We're going to take your headphone track. Then we're going to sell you an adapter. We're going to take your... Like, all this that, little... Their entire business model has changed from the newest, best technology to how many fucking charging cords can we make you buy? Yeah. I mean, honestly, I mean, like... Different fucking attachments for your phone can we make you have to buy? And most people that I keep hearing, I have an iPhone because I like the blue bubbles and fucking FaceTime. What is the big thing with FaceTime? Can you tell me that? Say, I don't understand it. I'm like, it's... No, when they started... When they started intentionally sabotaging older model phones with the updates... Yeah. To ensure that people buy the new phones, I was done. After the 4S, that big update that came out changed the entire operating system. And then six months later, the 5 came out or whatever, and then the phone just started, it was complete shit after that update. And I'm like, so this is just how things are going to be? And I just never went back. Um, do you remember that, that one model they put out that they made this fucking deal with YouTube? And oh my god, you they force everyone to have that shitty album on their phone, yeah. Which that I don't understand, and it's like one of those things where it's like 
you could delete everything off your phone but that album. Yeah. I was like, what is... Like... So you're just selling... You're just selling out your, your customers at this point, right? Well, I mean, it's been like that. That's you know, kind of the point of everything at, at, at this day and age, but it's the... Yeah, it's convenient to have the iPhone, the Apple Watch, the iMac, the all that stuff. But people love that fucking Apple Watch for whatever reason. It looks nice, don't get me wrong. But it's like one of those things I'm like I mean, it it, it looks stylish, but it's just, it's one of those things where I'm like, it like, is it really necessary? Is any of that shit really necessary? It's the slave labor that does it for me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean people know exactly where that shit comes from now and people some still people, some people don't some people don't know that there's they, they, a person that is in China in indentured servitude putting that fucking phone together well that and then of course getting the, the cobalt from Africa I mean it's it's I mean <laughs> I mean I'm not gonna make anybody feel guilty for any of their purchases because I don't, I don't give a shit fuck y'all I mean, you gonna buy it anyway? <laughs> I just there's no draw to it for me whatsoever. There's too many negatives associated with the brand for me that I just don't want it. And I mean, I'm a hypocrite myself. I talk all this shit on Amazon and, and the Alexa. And now I got these fucking things in my house. And every day I wake up now and I want to fucking throw them out the goddamn window. Because... I don't think you should do that, but it's just... I I have intentionally sacrificed my privacy for... Security? No, just a little bit of convenience. I mean, that... Just a little bit of convenience. I mean, that's... Unfortunately, that's most of us. I mean, it... I, I don't have to get up to turn the light off now. And I've sacrificed every private conversation I will ever have with her. I cannot have a private conversation in my house ever again because I have those devices in the house. They're always listening. So you can't even turn eat. You can't turn them off. Anything like that. I can plug unplug it and take it outside. Okay, but nobody wants to do that. Um, but like, get a signal jammer. Then my Wi-Fi is done. No, yeah. I mean, it, it's... <laughs> I mean, they're always listening. Literally always listening. Do, it's 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 because, like... How do we get here? People sacrifice their rights and their privacy for convenience. Not even that much convenience. Nah. Like, even, even the whole Uber thing. Uber, like, Uber Eats. Stuff like that. It's like... Is it really convenient? Postmates, different things like, like, and I, I driven for Postmates before, and I always thought about it. And I'm like, just the, cause I can kind of see like the pricing, like, cause I'd have to swipe for the card, and I'm just look like I was the the things that you're getting. If I had to go, if I had to go to the store and pay like the, those, I'm not doing that shit, cause it's a fucking upcharge. You're fucking out of your mind. Well, it's, <laughs> it's the. 
the service fee and the delivery fee and the fuck you fee for not getting up off your fat ass and going and getting your own food. I did use Postmates one time, and I'm like, for just because I was like, I just wanted something, and I, I paid ten dollars. I paid ten dollars for a fucking half filled up milkshake and a fucking burger, and I was like, I'll never do this shit again. I don't. I still don't understand why people. Do it like I'll be real. I th- I think I sp- I bought like fifty dollars worth of food from La Novelera, the Mexican restaurant. Yeah, and the total came out to like seventy four dollars. I was sick. I was sick because I didn't even know what the price was until it was ordered. Wait, what? That's not. I don't like shit like that. Like, get- and it's like yeah, you can cancel it, but there's this fee, and it's like. I'm like, really? I want the goddamn food. And then it got to the house and it... it was, was it good? It could have been better, but it wasn't bad. It was like... It was basically like a family taco kit thing where it came on a big tray and just all the different toppings, ground meat, whatever, yeah. all the tacos. Yeah. The food was good. It would have been better sitting there with it fresh out the kitchen eating yeah. it. There was, like, a taco dip that just... It wasn't good. Yeah. It was not worth... Like, I could have driven there, Cause sat there, I paid for dinner, paid for the tip, and the gas to and from, and it probably would have been cheaper. Like, I, I've done a... I've done a, a... When I was doing Postmates, I've definitely done a couple of orders from Lanop. And it's one of those things where... <sighs> certain things is just... Certain things you gotta eat right then and there. It can't Mexican be. food cannot. It's it can't, not good reheated. And I'm just like, <laughs> but people eat that shit up, and I'm like, I, you know, the the, 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 the crate, like, all types of different shit from Postmates. And I'm like, you can Postmates this shit? Basically, uh, yeah. The last Post couple of things, I was liquor. Up. I was liquor. I was like. Yeah. They, I was they like, got Jesus. the one specific app. Um, Drizzly? Well, Drizzly, and then I think there's another. Uh, is Drizzly the one with the cow? I think so. It's the red. It's red, but like, but like Postmates, but Postmates is like Uber, Uber Eats bought Postmates, so now they're a part of. Oh. So, but yeah, like I was going to the liquor store, and then all I had to do was because I already paid for it. I'm only picking it up whether it's fifth. I had somebody, I gotta pay ten dollars. I think I paid like maybe twenty, twenty, like nineteen dollars. It was a little ass fucking fifth or some shit. I'm just like, What's you like- wanted this shit that bad, motherfucker. Goddamn. Well, that. I can understand the liquor because what happens if you're at a party and you're all fucked up? Everybody, you got like 30 people. Nobody can go do a beer run, so you have yeah, that's true. Have the shit delivered. Yeah. That shit, I can I can understand. But like, at first, I just didn't get it. I'm like, you lazy fucks. I can't <laughs> believe this is even a market. Like, how fucking lazy are we? And then COVID hit. And then and then these these they capitalized like a motherfucker. God damn. Well, it's not just that. It's They kept a lot of businesses and restaurants running because they weren't allowed to have people inside the restaurant. So, like, with these different services, and then a they lot were of, still allowed to provide the service. And then a lot of places that were normally, because uh, I was, I listened to, like, uh, either it was, like, a Flavor and Brilliant or Brilliant Aids. Like, when, when COVID really hit bad in New York, they had a lot of places that, places that you had to go in, like, reserve and things like that they were doing that and it was like i can go and get some sh- i can get some shit that i would have had to 
uh, you know, try to get a reservation two weeks in yes. advance for it. Right. Just like so stuff like that where it's like really good food that I get. But sometimes it's like the the amount of things that I've seen people post me, it's just like you get trash McDonald's with your crusty ass burger and cold fries. McDonald's, uh Smoothie King. <laughs> I'm like, yo. Get your ass. Like, you don't even got to get out the car. You can just drive up, up the street and you didn't even have to change. Uh, like, it's okay. You got to get out the house. But like. Some people like literally, I think I, I delivered a, I delivered a smoothie out to somebody. They were playing basketball. One, like, yeah, I, was, I definitely would not, I would not be wanting a smoothie, but I delivered all types of fucking shit. And I'm just like. I hated the McDonald's ones because it wasn't even that the fact it was McDonald's. I'm just like, you postmated McDonald's. What is wrong with you? Like, <laughs> I mean, the drunk, the drunk thing might come into play there. Yeah, I mean, but... I definitely had you know people getting Taco Bell, and then literally I op- you know they open the door and fucking hit me in the yeah. fucking high as hell. That I get, but it's I didn't think it would be a market to where it is, and you just have like I'm talking about. Especially when it's like, well, I can't go and make you dinner. Postmates. Different. So, I get it, but it's like... Helping a lot of single fathers out there. Yeah. But, I never thought that we would just get to the point where it's just so... It made it so easy to be like, why not? And then it's like... But then I'm realizing, too, is... A lot of people just got too... Like, you have a spending problem. It's not even that. It's like, what, like when people say, "I don't have any money for this," or, "I don't have any money into that." It's like, do you really not have the money, or do, are you just undisciplined? Are and, you spending ten, twenty dollars at at a time at different stores buying food, drinks? Are you just wasting your money? Like, and um, I'm guilty of that shit. I'll yeah. fuck around, spend twenty dollars. Twice in one day at a goddamn Wawa. Yeah, I try. I try. I I typically try to stay away. Like most most of the time, like I unless it's like some Chinese food or something like that. I don't like to go to a fast food place and spend more than five dollars. I'm like, if I'm spending more than five dollars, I'm like, and then like that shit adds up, and it's like before you fucking know it, it's like all nonsense, and it's one shot, and it's good, but it's like the fuck. I don't even fuck with value menus no more. You fuck around and I mean they're sending coupons left and fucking right. I, I uh no, they I sent me this Burger King fucking coupon thing. I'm I'm just like, alright, what do I want today? The fact, <laughs> the fact that it's even a relevant idea that you would need a coupon to to fact that fast food is so expensive that you would resort to using a coupon for fast food irritates my fucking soul. And have you looked at some, some of these places, some of these prices? They're going up. Oh, everything. Everything, everything is going And like, I didn't realize it at first, but I'm like, like, some places are trying to hold on for dear life with their the, the dollar stuff, but most of the stuff, um, 
they got the little two for three things and stuff like that, but like a, a double cheese. Their their value menu. They had to. I mean, uh, double cheese are right now two seventy nine. That's why you go for the McDouble, but that's still like two. Um, it's like two thirty, two forty. Yeah. For one less slice of cheese. Yeah. For one less slice of cheese, and then they have the little two for three. So. Um, I got them the other day. I didn't. They ended up giving me two slices of cheese. I paid the McDouble price. I was like, nice. Nice, but um, I can't believe that was even a marketing fucking play. It's like, no, you know what we're gonna do? We're just that. We're, we're literally just gonna give you. Not a slice of cheese and not charge like or, or whatever else. And I'm we're just, gonna charge you forty cents extra for another slice of cheese. That's crazy. Um, um, well, when you think about it, if they throw, if they put once, <coughs> you put one less slice of cheese on there. It's costing you less. Yeah. It takes less time to put it together. Yeah. And if you put it on the value menu or the dollar menu. More people are going to buy them. That's true. So they're less like, inclined to buy the double cheeseburger. Yeah, I mean, unless I feel like I have some money, I usually won't get a combo. I'll usually just get a couple of, like... It's not even worth it to me because I can spend a third of the price and, I, and yeah. eat myself sick versus spending $10 on a Big Mac meal yeah. and not even being full. Yeah. That, you look... You look that size of that Big Mac lately? That shit is so depressing. I was like, what the fuck is this shit? Like, <laughs> like the, the fucking guy from Super... The the, the, the guy from Super Size Me that... Morgan Spurlock. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about him, but... Oh, the, the dude with the weird haircut? The, the dude with the weird haircut. Hair- the dude with the weird haircut like that he lived of off of... L- lived off of Big Macs. He could probably eat 12 of them now. Oh, my dude, God. Dude, I just looked at it. Like, I, I put it in my hand, and I'm like... It's it, like the buns stayed the same size, but then Patty's just been shriveling year by I'm, year. I'm like, what are you guys doing? And then it's like, what? The sandwich itself is like four nineteen. It's fucking crazy. It might be like four, almost five dollars for just a sandwich now. Yeah, I mean, seven, they used to seven forty nine or something like that for the for the medium size combo. Probably. Um... The last couple days, I've been... That hitting. shows that I go fucking... If I, I, I'm looking at that menu way too often yeah. that I know what the goddamn um, price is. Like, periodically, I've been going the last couple days. Um, I've realized that I can still eat a McDouble. I can't eat McChicken anymore. Like, right. the taste... I don't know what it is. The taste of it is like... Um, well, see, I will limit myself because it makes me sick every time I fucking eat it. Every time. Not it does sometimes it does, not here and there every it, single time. It, it doesn't make me sick any cause like not I remember like stomach wise, but it makes me it makes my body Well like I, th- I, I thought you sluggish. I don't I'm not at, I'm just not it, it slows my body down. That shit the next day? Oh that's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> It's morning. horrible. It's the like whole time I'm trying. I should be. I should spend getting ready, making my coffee. <laughs> I'm shitting the whole time. And it's it's never like an easy one. It's like what? No, it's like, like you knew this shit was like, coming. God what? damn it! I got like eight minutes and I'm gonna be late. <laughs> no. But um, like like I eat that and I eat I'll eat the McDouble and like I can usually eat that plain or I'll put it with mac sauce and then I 
I've been starting to eat a lot more of the nuggets. I still like the nuggets. Oh, I got videos to show you. Mm. Ah, come on, man. Uh, I thought it was done. Uh, I thought it was. I thought they fixed it. Uh, <laughs> come on. Oh, you gotta see the machines that uh, they sex the chickens. What? Or they well, they sex them to identify male and female. The chicks. Was it? Was it matter? Because the females will lay eggs, the males will not. They're essentially just mouths that they're going to have to feed that will not provide any value. Okay. So they just kill all the males. The chicks. They run them down a conveyor belt into one of those metal... They're <laughs> alive. Yes. What? Bro. Why? It is horrible. That's and I'm like, it scrolled across my feed on Facebook the one day. And I'm like... Oh, that's a fucked up video that they made. I thought it was a fake video. I mean, I mean, you can never tell now. I thought it was like a little CGI thing where they're just fake. Like, they're, yeah. it's a little hatch or whatever they're jumping in. Nah. The second I seen one go and the foot shot up and then fell back in, I'm like, oh, uh, <laughs> oh. Uh, and then I'm sitting there and I'm just watching this over and over and I'm like, Jesus Christ. And I'm like, Shh, I. I held it to her, and she went, huh, and threw the phone. <laughs> and I'm like, I guess, you know what, that's the appropriate reaction. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, I mean, we're a bit desensitized. So. Chicken nuggets. Yeah. <sighs> so the next time you, you're eating them nuggets, just, just, like, I'll, I'll show you the video, but it's, it's. Sure, why it's not? Like, one of those things <laughs> that they use to break up metal at a, like, chunks of metal at a fucking scrapyard where it's just the teeth that oh my grind God. inward on themselves Jesus. and it just takes chunks out of things and it's just that is such beep, a beep, beep, beep. that's such a bad way to go oh I mean it's God. instant it's an it's over but like holy shit but then now that wait so like they don't even pluck them they're just they're just um it's Bro, just, everything the, the is just in like that big what the and, fuck um, it's just, they're coming off a conveyor into a little funnel, basically, and just, bloop, bloop, bloop. <laughs> oh, so fun. Damn. I'm stop going to McDonald's anyway. I love the fries, but knowing that Bill Gates is selling them. That's the only thing that's gonna stop you from eating McDonald's is because Bill Gates is funding the potatoes. Well, he's growing them. He sells his potato farms supply McDonald's, like all the McDonald's. I don't know what the percentage. Probably, of, probably a high ass percent. His potato farms are a major supplier for McDonald's French fries. How did he get that contract? He's Bill Gates. Oh, yeah. He he is currently the largest farmland owner in the United States. Doesn't none of that sounds good. You know, I don't. What what, does, what I don't understand about him is what the fuck makes him qualified to make any kind of decision for anyone other than himself. He has a shitload of money. What the fuck kind of credential is that? Money is not a credential. All right. 
when you say that, what Donald Trump's got a lot of money. He does. Now, Kanye West has got a lot of money. Okay, when you, I don't want, I don't honestly don't want any one of them motherfuckers making decisions that affect my life. Okay, when you say make make decisions, because like, what decisions does he make? Uh he was instrumental, had constant communication with Fauci throughout the COVID pandemic on decisions made. Okay. Was he, did he influence any, do you, do you believe he influenced decisions as well? I have no doubt. There's okay. No doubt in my mind. So, I mean, it, he may not have the credentials, but then what, <laughs> it's, I mean, the government at any time, they could have stepped in. Like, especially, why, why didn't they? Because it, Cause he has enough money to lobby them to shut the fuck up. Okay. Um, do you believe that once you get past a, a certain, like, a wealth, do you believe that um, there should be some type of oversight on you? To where... Certain I don't things. necessarily think oversight, but I don't think you should be able to just do whatever the fuck you want. I mean, I get what you're saying, but like, what else am I going to do? If your decision is affecting people on a wide scale, there should be some uh, um, There should be some gates. There should be some limiters on what you can do without approval from the majority. Yeah. Like, and, I mean, as, as bad as people say, I mean, I don't believe... I mean, how clean can you be having that much money? But I don't, I don't feel like he has, like, has, like, killed anybody or anything like that. Uh, he ain't the Clintons, but... Nah, but... Well, no, he has killed people. He had va- he he was doing vaccine research. Okay. In West Africa. Okay. I mean, okay, like and like seventy percent of the people he gave the vaccine to died. Okay. All right. Um. Well, that's messed up. Um. <laughs> no, but what? And like, did he knowingly do this? Or were they just were they just gigging pinks to be like okay we're just gonna see if this works? I have no idea. Um, I have no idea the decision, the process behind that decision. Just um, I, but like it it blows my mind that you can have Bill Gates can say whatever the fuck he wants about the COVID vaccine. Yeah, and the media comes out and just adores him and applauds him and and just regurgitates. The bullshit that comes out of his mouth. Do they know who he really is? Well, and then you have Rogan yeah. comes out and basically says, I don't think kids should be getting the vaccine. Okay. And they like, they try to crucify him over it. And it's like, neither one of them know what the fuck they're talking about. But when it comes to health and fitness, I'm going to take somebody like Joe Rogan, who... If you look at the dude, obviously knows a little bit about health and fitness, and you take a dude that looks like Bill Gates, not really going to trust his opinion. Yeah. Um, Be more inclined to to, to trust the dude that's like buff and and actually fairly physically healthy. What I'm starting to realize, too, it's not, it's, 
because the media has its own biases, but the media, like, they're just drawn off of things. They're just trying to confirm what we already know, whatever else. This is not, like, it, on, on, I feel like on both sides, and it's where it's when you have people that aren't playing by the rules or, um, it's the mask has slipped. Media isn't even trying to pretend it's anything other than a wing, a pro- propaganda wing. And it, it's it's kind of funny because Americans see it, and it's it's reflecting in the ratings, like CNN, M- MSNBC, uh, Fox News, even Fox News. I mean, like I think CNN, like. They're, during their prime time slots, their max viewers over the last ratings numbers was like fifty to seventy five thousand people. Well, I mean, when you take a video on 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 YouTube, you get like twenty two million views in like six hours. Yeah. It's like where? How are you keep? How are you staying afloat? Like, at what point does your dumbass just fold and go away, and then we just don't have to deal with you anymore? Well, they, CNN just, that's Time Warner. That's not going to just go away. It's just going to morph into something different. Something a little bit more digestible, palatable, all those things. I mean, I don't think that's possible. I'm sorry, have you ever tried to sit through Brian Stelter's show? No, I've, I've, I've never. I've watched CNN maybe for like. Not a long period of time. It wasn't just something on in the background. Like I don't, I don't watch news like that, unless unless I unless I was back in the day of Fox Twenty Nine from ten to eleven. But other than that, that was it. Like I, I don't, I get most of. My, I mean, I mean, a lot of the news I see is on social media and stuff That's like that, which is like, yeah. That's really upsetting. Yeah, I mean, you really need to find other news sources. Yeah. I mean, what's really... I mean... Again, all the stuff I see on there is like... It's not anything really of, of substance, but the thing what is it's kind of surprises when you actually see senators tweeting and stuff like that. It's the... I've given up on Twitter entirely. The, the bias is incredible. And, I mean, bro, fucking Facebook came out, they, they basically, not basically, they came out and said that whether it's true or not, you cannot say anything that promotes vaccine hesitancy. What? Whether it's true or not, you are not allowed to put out any statements or posts that will encourage vaccine hesitancy. Like, if it's going to cause, if, they, if it, they determine it's going to cause someone to be hesitant about taking the vaccine, whether it's true or not, you don't get to say it. That's absolutely um, deplorable. Um, honestly, with just media in general, there's going to have to be some there's gonna have to be a new company, new platforms that come out and that are as convenient and 
some somewhat charismatic, but do you know why I don't trust these tech platforms and social media as a whole? Why? You take the people that are in charge. Are they letting their kids on there? No. Mark Zuckerberg puts a fucking piece of tape over his fucking camera on his laptop. Because <laughs> he knows better. Like, which is, like, <sighs> that's crazy. It's like, you know, uh, yeah, this is the best thing out there, but I'm not going to use that because I know what the hell it's fucking capable of. Yeah, I'm not going to let my kids get involved in this addictive bullshit. Uh you got some of these kids, like, it's an actual fucking addiction. Like, some of these fucking... They designed it that way. Even the scrolling feature on your Facebook is is meant to resemble a slot machine. What? Because it, in, it invokes a response in your brain the same way pulling that lever on the slot machine, the refresh, and continue scrolling, it causes a reaction in your brain that says, I need more, I need more, I need more. And you just keep on scrolling. Mm. Oh, already seen this. Time to go to the back top. Refresh. <laughs> Pull that lever. <laughs> Did I hit the jackpot? Oh Do I got any God. notifications? Jesus. Like hour 40. Yeah, pretty good. You know, you know, um, uh, to come back. Um, so with that being said, man, uh, you know, we're going to get out of here. Um, do you have anything to plug or anything like that? Um, no, I'm going to need to plug my phone up, but. <laughs> well, um, my name's Aaron. I'm Trevor. And we're out of here, guys. Later. Later.